welcome to Talking Down the Highway, a Beach Boys podcast presented by Strange Currencies Music. I'm Matt. I'm Glenn. I'm Remy. Hey, Remy. That's, wait a minute. Hey, wait, wait whoa, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa. How do I get back here? Where's... I was just home like two seconds ago. So, wait. Uh, so here's the thing, folks. Where's... We're, I'm a little worried. Where's Tim? Where's... I, I am a little concerned. I'm not going to lie. Did he fall down a well again? Uh, I... It's been a week. Mm. Like we we seriously we just took a, a week between episodes. We do not record two episodes on the same day and get together once every two weeks. We record every week. Hey, can we can we talk about how crazy this, last week this was? This past week was like the the meteor strikes, the stuff that that hasn't that we know definitively had not happened when we recorded I mean, this podcast. The entire eastern seaboard is just gone. Yeah, like like. Uh, I mean, it's early Sunday, February 4th, um, last time we recorded. So that makes that today is like what? February Sunday, 11th. February 11th, or maybe nope, no Saturday, February 10th. Mm. So we don't know any of the stuff that happens over the course of the next, you know, seven days. Like, I mean, wait, we, we know all of that stuff. Sorry, is what I mean. Like, <laughs> how, how did Taylor Swift it's, it's been a long end up week. winning album of the year? For the Grammys, for an album that even her fans were like, eh, yeah, eh, yeah. Right. right. It's like that time Strange. the Beck won for an album that we were like, eh. you're yeah. gonna, you're gonna, the Swifties yeah. are gonna find this. They find it all. You, you, you well, all good. That, that means to, they'll listen to our podcast. <laughs> to, to Grammys, we, we would go from 1.7 billion listeners to like 40.7 well, billion forgot, listeners, even though there's only like 8 billion people on the planet. I forgot there's a Swiftie in the room right I, now. Hey, I'm not, I'm not hating. I, I, I don't hate. Okay, okay. So, so, but, but, but be honest. Even Swifties are not into Midnight's, right? Yeah. It's, like the it's, one that lives in my house most of the year yeah, was like, it's yeah, okay. you know, it's it's not that great. It's okay. And, it's good. And it's not the best album that came out in, in the in Grammy eligible right. year. Right. And agree. But it'll probably win. I mean, sorry, it totally won because won. we're yeah. recording this a week later and we still haven't heard from Tim, you know, which I, I'm a little concerned about. I, I don't know left. why I'm talking about Taylor Swift right now when I'm really worried about where Tim is. We're deflecting because we're just so worried about Tim I, if we think I, about it too exactly. much. Exactly. So we should talk about the Beach Boys before we get to Well, we know Tim's dad listens to the podcast, so let us know. Wait, where is Tim? Yeah. Have, you heard, have you heard from him? I, all I know is I left after we, Ta- we Taylor recorded. Swift. Have you heard from Tim? All I know is I left after we recorded 2020. Um, I ended up wearing my Lebowski sweater way too much. Um, thanks. That's right. We didn't even that, talk Alan. about the fact that you were wearing a Lebowski sweater for last week's episode. Uh, um, well, you know, Al inspired me. Um, we had to tear through. I some had stuff. this really weird dream where I was in like this room and Tim was there and he was talking backwards. I think I know what happens. Oh, is he wrapped in plastic? I, I I hope he's not wrapped in plastic. Well, since oh, then no. I have taken off my Lebowski sweater. Um, well, yeah, have, you don't I, want to wear the same thing for a week. I've been no. listening. I've been listening to and, um, and Glenn. Don't hit the microphone. That just made a really ugly sound oh, that our sorry. listeners are going to have to hear. But. I I I've been listening to lots of um, uh, convicted murderers play music now <laughs> after our discussion. There are quite. A Did few. you just say that Taylor Swift is a convicted murderer? Back up. I'm just saying. Not cool. I Notorious just Philadelphia to, Phillies fan Taylor Swift. I just wanted to reiterate that there are there are not a ton of musicians who are also convicted murderers, and we discovered there were four of them 
on the 2020 album. I since then have gone and like done more research. You did a convicted murderer's playlist. I did (laughs) back off and did the, did the Beatle or did the beach boys ever cover Telsar? No, because like Joe no. Meek. Yeah, because Joe Meek's uh, uh, Joe Meek yeah. killed uh, his landlady. Killed his landlady. Yeah. Oh. Um, did they ever? Did they ever do Mustang Sally? That sounds like a song the Beach Boys would have done. Never did Mustang Sally. Because Wilson Pickett. Um, Wilson hit, Pickett was a murderer. I mean, he killed a drunk driving, killed an eighty-six-year-old man. Oh, um, yeah, it's not technically murder though, well, is it? Vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, I don't know. In '72, this Harry French singer, Claudine Langer, uh-huh. covered "God Only Knows." Yeah, K- killed her husband. Killed, right? killed her, your boyfriend. Okay. It was an accident. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. There's not a ton of them, and they're all like you know. It feels like they're all connected to the Beach Boys. That's weird. I don't know what's going on here. Is there something there? I want to find just a good Beach Boys like cover playlist. I'm not a huge covers person, but I can sometimes help you. I, I've well, got a playlist for that. Like very niche ones. Back this up, is off topic, back, back but off, like Matt. I gotta find my uh, my Elliot Smith covers Beatles playlist equivalent for the Beach Boys. Mm, that all just actually be the big star like unfinished cover of uh, "Don't Worry, Baby." Probably mm, I have a a, a whole uh, Beach Boys or like Pet Sounds cover album. Mm, yep. There is like a weird. It's, oh wait, yeah, you guys were talking about that. It, the weird fine. like, uh, was it Japanese cover of like cover album of? No, that that was something else. Oh, uh, uh, that had like yeah. Thurston Moore on it and stuff. There's some good Beach Boys covers out there though. Uh, we we've mentioned on the show before, um, Frank Black's "Hang yep. On to Your Ego," which is great, and um, "Raining Sound." They yeah. do. Um, Waiting for the day. Waiting for the day. Exactly. I mean, yeah, I that, just mentioned good, good version. I just they might be giants. Them. Do Caroline know? Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, mentioned. There's, there's it. a couple of pretty like, bad. God only knows out there. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I love yeah. David Bowie I like and Bowie's. I love Daniel Johnston, but I think both of their covers of God only knows were like mm. uh, that. Full House guy did a good did a cover of a uh, Forever. Yeah, Forever. Great. That's uh, Jesse and the Rippers, one of my favorite bands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mentioned it, but it wor- it's worth mentioning again that unfinished. Uh, big star cover of "Don't Worry, Baby" is still amazing, mm-hmm. yeah. even though it's unfinished. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a I have a big soft spot for unfinished covers, which oh, I didn't talk about the one in the the twenty twenty episode. We ran through a lot of stuff really quickly yeah. in the twenty twenty episode because we got like to the end of it way faster than it felt like we should have. Uh, in fact, I think I've got a couple of notes that Tim rip tim um had had um, left really quickly um corrections, that, corrections that he yeah. didn't corrections, yeah. give me yeah. yeah so hold on um first off he had just referred to the album as overall a big step backwards um with our prayer he said give me a break with this <laughs> Cabin Essence, he said, it's great, but I really don't think it works as a standalone song. Mm-hmm. Never Learn Not to Love, he said, it's good. Okay. Uh, Manson's version is shit. This is a whole new song. A highlight of the album, best production. Wow. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree that that Manson's... Manson, his contribution is, I will admit, is probably more legitimate to Dennis's final um, produced produced version uh 
than anything that Mike Love has contributed yeah. to the Brian Wilson. And that's track. the thing, is like there were there, for a long time there were people who didn't even believe the Manson connection to it. The lyrics but are there like is, the same. But there is a but literal it's a recording. Totally different song. Literal recordings of yeah. him playing it. So and, like and, but I, also I, it's, this is gonna sound weird, but I I trust Manson on that one. He wrote that song. <laughs> like, more more so than Mike Love. <laughs> well, yeah. And hold on, there's a whole thing. Like Tim sent me all these notes before his untimely passing. In uh he, he sent a whole picture picture of a whole page of a book. Oh I'm I'm really worried about Tim. Is this like, like is there an is there like a clue to what happened well, to him? So so Tim, he says, and please share this 2020 era anecdote from the Peter Ames Carlin Brian biography Catch a Wave. I am worried. Like mm. Tim has never read a book. <laughs> T- Tim only utilizes Wikipedia. Yeah. But he sent me that. Let's read this page and see maybe if we can get some clues into what might have happened to Tim. So, one afternoon in early 1969, the group was busy working on a track in the studio at Brian's house when he came rushing in through the bright blue, hand-painted door, still in his pajamas and holding a sheet of paper. I've got a great idea, he cried, waving the just-typed document in the air. Brian explained that he was holding a five-way agreement to declare that from this day forward... The group would be known not as the Beach Boys, but merely as the Beach. We're not boys anymore, right? We're men. So why do we want to call ourselves Beach Boys? All we've got to do is sign this, and we'll change it for good. Look, I already signed it myself. Brian held the paper in front of his face, pointing to the fresh ink on the line next to his name. Wow. I kind of, I kind of, I don't like it, but I don't hate it. I kind of love I, it. The beach. The beach. I. I. I mean. I make sense. Yeah. I. I think. I think that would. They could pull. There's that another. Off. Pa- there's another paragraph. I don't know if I'm also supposed to read this part, and I can't ask Tim because Rip. But uh, it says whether Brian's impulse to create a new identity for the band stemmed from his reading of the marketplace or from a desire to disassociate himself from the past isn't quite clear. But he was obviously fired up about his idea and just as obviously deflated when the other guys brushed it off without much of a thought. They all just kind of shrugged and said, ah, come on, Brian, we don't want to do that. That's how the public knows us, man, recording engineer Stephen Desper remembers. And that was it. He put the paper on the piano, and it stayed there until I picked it up and took it away. Ah, well, Ugh, sad. Well, speaking of... Those are essentially like Tim's last words. (laughs) <laughs> wow. Oh wow! That 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 that, oh, that, wow. that we should be talking about the beach. Yeah, we're we're mm. gonna take a quick break. You're gonna mm. hear some royalty free music in which Tim features, Aww. and I would like for all of you over the course of this little short break to hold close to you mm-hmm. your dearest mm-hmm. memories of our beloved departed friend Tim. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. And we are back on Talking Down the Highway, a Beach Boys podcast mm-hmm. presented by Strange Currencies Music, mm-hmm. Rip Tim. Rip Tim. This week, mm-hmm. we are here to talk about 
The Beach Boys 1970 LP, Live in London. Wait, no. Don't tell me what to do, Beach no. Boys. I, 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 I lo- look, I love London. It is objectively like the coolest city I've ever been to. But I'm not going to live there just because you all tell me to do it. Um, should we like, tell them? Matt. Should we tell them? What? Your sense of humor is on par with Mike Love. Yeah, it's not great. Not great. Hey, it sounds like we should have an episode of something. I don't know. We should jump right in. It sounds know. like an episode. It, it's 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 live in London. I can't remember. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, live idiot. in London. Yeah, yeah. That ah. makes that makes that makes a bit more sense. I guess. Also, live it kind of London. totally recontextualizes the whole album. Oh, my also, gosh. you've been in. You've no, been sorry. There. I just had to open up with a really, really, really dumb, bad attempt at humor because you know what? Remy's right. It's yes. time for an episode of Heroes and Villains. That's right, it's Heroes and Villains, where we discuss the heroes and the villains, whatever it is we happen to be talking about this week, and this week we are talking about the Beach Boys 1970 LP live in London. They're live, uh, and they're in London, and <laughs> they're, they're up to some shenanigans. There's some funny, funny stuff going on here. Um, first off, though, we got to get to the hero. Carl. Uh, Carl? Yeah. He does. He has some pretty good vocal parts. On he's some really good vocal parts. He's like says thank you constantly. Like mm, he's just mm. so like it, Dennis, glad to be there. But Dennis and, is like, front and center on the drums on the cover. yeah. I was gonna say De- Dennis. Dennis does pretty well on this album. I yeah, was I was generally rocking. kind of impressed with his performances. Dennis brings the he brings the beat in a way that like. I don't know his drumming. If you compare his drumming to like that first live album you guys talked about, like it's so much better on yeah. this. It's crazy yeah. how much better he got. Yeah, there's there's some heft to uh, to these arrangements and and these versions that I I, I could put Dennis as a hero. Oh, yeah. um, no, uh, my vote for hero goes to the brass section. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, big fan of the Who brass section. Who is uncredited? Uncredited, uncredited yeah. brass section. We'll talk about that. They're Which, good. They're good. Um, always credit your musicians and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the Beatles could have learned from that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, and the villain Matt for that horrible attempt at a at a Mike Love level pun. No. The pun was made because, good God, like, all right, we're we're gonna get into this album specifically, and we're gonna rate it as we always do. But a, a whole the cloud that hangs over this whole uh, record uh, are just uh, horrible. Uh, Horrible Mike Love attempts at humor. This What's the is the opposite of an exclamation mark. Ugh. It, an upside down exclamation mark. On it. As <gasps> you might see. Sus-Nages! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh no. As you might remember from a little album called uh, Dias V de Verano y Tambian. Sus-Nages! It's. It is. It is reverberating in my headphones for a little bit there. You you got the natural reverb in the in the room. Mike to, Love. We we need a little bit of uh, like is. extra percussion for some ambiance when oh, we do that. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, but bust out the. Uh, we got a vibra slap over there. Every time we say yeah. "sus noches," we got a. 
Yeah. Well, now that I got a virus lab, now we gotta find it. Anyway, yeah, I no, Mike Love is clearly the villain. He is so in his in his element. Which literally, when Mike is in his element, he is so obnoxiously stupid. It's so bad. It ruins what would otherwise be a really pretty good live album. Like it's, it's pretty solid. There, I mean, we'll yeah. get to it when we get to the songs. But he quite literally ruins some of these by just talking in the middle of a song. Yeah, like yeah, it's one thing when it's dumb jokes in between songs. But when he's like in the middle of songs and he just starts saying stupid but shit. But it's, it's it's so much worse than that. It's just like weird and pervy and like he oh. is probably like in a room that is full of Did a lot of like underage mm-hmm. like are you in an uncomfortable kids seat? and just oh my god yeah. it's so we're going to take a little bit of London home with us we'll be ringing it out of or ourselves. they're talking about the uh oh this is going to be a cappella like and the the acapella nude. means in the nude. Oh, 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 oh. I hate it. Yeah. It reminds me of someone very specific. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. We will not say his I, name. I will for not the say purpose it. Purpose of professionalism. I will but not I, say I agree it. with you 100%. Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, it no, like, like it, it, it my, does not sound uh, like one at all. It does no, not. Th- th- there's another. Glenn. So no. yeah, this it does this, not sound like you. This album is probably single-handedly why I have not and likely will not ever see the touring band that is known as, quote-unquote, the Beach Boys. Oh, this is the reason? Not the fact that it's well, not really the Beach Boys and not the fact that you'd be giving money directly to Mike Love? Well, so I do... And, I, and, and taking it out of the hands of Brian Wilson? Yes. One of my because, because part of me... Part of you wants to go see him so you can flip his hat off of his head. Yes, that as well. But fair enough. Of, fair but, enough. But Brian still gets royalties when when his songs that he's written have played. Doesn't I would love to go and see. That, yeah. I would go. I would. We all love know to Mike go, wrote those songs. <laughs> I would love to go and experience. Um, you know some, these Beach Boys. Some of these Beach Boys songs live, but I don't think I. I could Brian. not stomach. I could not stomach Mike Love's oh, God, banter. No. I have like, heard that um, it's so painful. He, I, he's I have basically heard, resorted to make a lot of like transphobic jokes and stuff. Well, on yeah, stage there's that. And, but I mean, I I I had a friend of mine uh, back home who's who saw them at the Oregon State Fair, and he said that they were a good show. Like the the band was decent and stuff. It's just yeah, it's the transphobic remarks, the whole like oh we, we can't, call, we can't, can't call it girl surfer anymore. girl anymore. Like ah. Like, it's not surprising, but it's also, like, it's frustrating. It's also, it's a little heartwarming to know that he's still doing that shit 50 years later. Like, you know what? Like, it's not heartwarming. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, right. It's I like, was like, what? Well, no, I, I was going to make some sort of sarcastic remark, but I can't uh, make a sarcastic remark anymore. Yeah, the, the subtlety is, is lost It's dead. On, yeah, don't, yeah, don't go see the... The quote unquote Beach Boys. Yeah. Go see, go, go see Brian or or buy a record or, or whatever. But don't don't support so this and that's continuing that's, touring farce that is known as the Beach Boys. To speak to the context of what's going on here, Brian is not a part of this album. He's does not appear live on this album. The boys are in London, not the beach. The boys are in London. <laughs> and they are Brianless, so uh, the beach is at home. The boys are in London. Correct. There mm. it is. Yes. And, yes, and, yes. and, and, you know, they, I don't know. Do they pick up? Is this a, 
an official touring band or, or are there some studio musicians that they've picked up backlogged in London? Because there's quite a bit of brass on here. There's there's some cello on some parts that um, like there's got to be some sort of orchestrated orchestrated something. I, you, you know, I'm going to have to look it all up on their Wikipedia because there's literally nothing in the album that says who any of these folks it's are. It's uncredited again, on Wikipedia they're, as they're well. They're all uncredited. I, I'm yeah. pretty sure uh, Daryl Dragon is part yeah, of, yeah. Yes, of the well, touring band, which The captain. Captain and Teal. He, yeah, he, yeah, he's the captain of, of Captain Teal. Is, is Dragon really his last name? I don't know. I, I do know that that is an actual existent last name. Um. My my brothers and I used to play roller hockey with some dude named like what was it Jerry Dragon or something like that. This dude like drove around in a in a like convertible trans Trans Am and he'd like pull up busting like eighties butt metal and stuff in the <laughs> parking lot and like totally what you would expect of a guy whose last name was Dragon. So it, it is like an actual last name. So birth maybe, name Daryl Frank Dragon. Fuck yeah, that's badass. <laughs> I want to wow. say Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Dragon. Dragon. Yes. <laughs> Mike Wazowski plays percussion on this. Oh, sorry. Oh. Mike Kowals- Kowalski. Oh. Yeah. I thought it was that little green guy with one eye. I know. I Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, hey, while we're uh, like very slowly getting to it, because we clearly are not going to have as much to talk about with this record as some of the others, we've already talked about like the big talking point and the fact that Mike Love is fucking obnoxious. But uh, you know what? It sounds like it's time for an episode of Sound and Vision. That's right. It's Sound and Vision, where we discuss all things aesthetic using the scale provided to us by... David, David Jones, who later became known as Bowie. David Bowie. Are we just like stretching this out? I'm trying like to stretch a, it out. Oh my God. And it's also a little no. bit disorienting because usually when I say it's time for an episode of Heroes and Villains or time for an episode of, of Sound of Vision, usually Tim's like, what? Oh? Like, it's like his calling oh, card, you know? Oh. And, and rip Tim. Well, um, I, I, I will have to sample one of our early episodes oh, in the we'll future and, and mm-hmm. have him, uh, mm. yeah. But anyway, uh, so yes, we discuss all things aesthetic using the scale provided to us by David Bowie. If we really like something, Glenn, we call it a... Low. That's right, David Bowie's masterpiece. And if we don't like something, Remy, we call it a... Never Let Me Down? In which David Bowie let us do huh? his worst album. Whoa. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Let's dance. Oh? Let's <laughs> dance. It's Is Tim, okay. Was Tim a fan of uh, of Tim the Toolman Taylor? <laughs> oh, yeah. And if it's in the middle... Um, <laughs> Let's dance. If it's in the Comfortable little ground. That joke dance. was a let's hey, dance. David I, Bowie's okayest album. Can I just say on let's dance? I know it's been said before. Bangers. But up I just front. wanted to say modern love. It's fucking great. One yeah. of the best songs ever. Yeah. It's so good. That, like, that, I've said it before. That circular chorus that is a might thing of beauty. be a top five Bowie song. It's <laughs> so good. And the performance of it, like that is that is peak Bowie voice right yep. there. Um so Aesthetically, are we talking about the the look of the Beach Boys in 1970? 
Are we talking about... We're talking about the album cover. The album cover. Okay. And the, the problem is Which here, apparently cover? there are multiple album covers. Because if there you go... Are. You see the third, did you see the third one that when it was They're just titled bad. Beach ones, Boys 69? So th- there's a few. So, so like if you go to Rate Your Music, there's all kinds of different stuff. The primary on Rate Your Music is the apparently the British cover, which is essentially the back cover of 2020, which we talked about last week. Um, the blurry photo of five Beach Boys, none of which are Brian Wilson. Uh, there's this googly-eyed picture of Mike Love at the top of it, and it's blurry and goofy and whatever. I wonder what kind of camera, if that's just long exposure, because yeah. Um, yeah. like, I am a really big fan of old, like weird Victorian photos where people are like, oh, there's a ghost in that, but you can tell it's just someone who moved. Yeah. This is what that Pe- looks like, and Pe- I love it people are so dumb. much. People are really dumb. I love this photo so much. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, so Remy also mentioned the one, so they reissued this in uh, 1976, just calling it Beach Boys 69. There's like a um, newspaper thing at the top Horrible of it. Title. London Telegraph. Oh, it's so bad. Beach Boys 69. Nice. Uh, um, uh, the, but there are like these uh, tour snapshots. There's a, a pretty uh, pretty kick-ass picture of Stonehenge, though, which looks like my own picture of Stonehenge that I took when I was there. Um, there's um, the the Brian Wish You Were Here yeah, uh, postcard. See this. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who? Oh. And they all just signed it. Alan. Oh, he signed. He sent. He he signed it. Alan. Ooh, ooh. Al, hold on a minute. Yeah, that's right. You can call me Al. <laughs> I I don't, I don't know why, but I always assumed you play would play the music and we'd hear the music. Sorry if I just broke the that podcast magic. Right Do there. not break the fourth wall, Remy. <laughs> anyway, yes. Uh, no, that totally happens in real time. I don't add it in after the fact. But Al, uh, should we have been calling you Alan all along? Mm. Like you signed this postcard as Alan. Let Al? us know. Let us call me Al. Al or Alan. Who calls Al. him Alan? Hey, I'm I didn't curious. know that you, we were using our, our Christian thing? names here. You huh. can you can call me Alan. Please, <laughs> please do. All right. Uh, there's another one Alan. that's just like uh, the Beach Boys Live. This looks like it was uh, the German cover. It's pretty terrible. I know they didn't have Photoshop in 1970 when they put this out, but it's uh, like some bad Photoshop. Uh, it's got some animals on it, kind of like our animal friends on the uh, the Smiley Smile cover, which they I, totally ripped off from us. I kind of dig that. It's fine. It's it's whatever. But the one that I'm actually really here to talk about is the uh, you know the what I always thought was just the standard. The one that I've got here on one vinyl LP, the Beach Boys live in London. You got a picture of them that takes up about three quarters of the uh, the, the front. And I will say, I will say, Dennis is front and center. I like that. I, I kind of just like, like that. that stage setup I, I where do. Dennis Bruce, is, I do. is like essentially drumming on the front line, which right. is kind of cool. We were um, just kind of talking about him. Bruce kind of looks like John Dwyer in that. It's a little weird. He's got a giant fucking head <laughs> um, and some pretty high waisted jeans. Uh, Carl just being, you know, the badass that he is. You got Al or Alan, perhaps, <laughs> over there on, on far side. He's he's doing his thing. And you got this weird scarecrow that they brought up on stage for some reason he's that's holding a, hat a on him. holding a little concertina. Um, like he's really actually playing that. You can notice that it's not even mic'd at all, but he's just holding it so it looks it's like he's doing what? something. But then bizarrely, this is the thing that, that just strikes me about this particular <laughs> image is you you open it up and, and it reveals a little bit more of it, but it's the fucking cover shot of Pet Sounds for some reason. I like it. 
I don't know why. Turn sideways. T- turn I sideways. So much. And, and Dennis is still feeding a non-existent animal. Um, Mike Love, even you know that this is you know three four years earlier, is still bald as all fuck. Um, and you know Brian Wilson's actually you know there. So See that's, that's false cool. advertisement because that but he's not on this Brian's album on the album. Yeah, and that's at first I thought Brian was going to be on it, and I was like, oh sick. So, but so that's blatant false advertising, it, it much is. like the name Mike Love is blatant false advertising. It, it, yeah, the the worst example of false advertising ever. Nobody loves Mike Love, but uh, I don't know. I mean, so here's my take on here's my take on the cover. They put the the photo of Pet Sounds. Is, on is this there. a theory? This is my theory. My theory is. Mike Love eats dog food. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is. Prove me wrong, Mike. Right, right. Prove me wrong. My, My theory, theory is when you say Beach Boys Live, maybe people are tempted to think uh, Mike's an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And <laughs> that's it, a fair we're assessment. We're just playing old school rockers, and that's it. There's no artistry here. But they are also trying to say, hey, wait, this is a collection of songs where we tackle some of the some of the Beach Boys' finer um, arrangements and compositions because more nuanced material. we get some more nuanced material on here in a live setting, which is intriguing. And so it's kind of like, Hey, the beach boys now taking on pet sounds and posts, um, you know, surfing songs, which when you compare it to an earlier, uh, beach boys live album, you know, this is a different set of songs. Mm-hmm. So it, it's know. just bizarre. Like, it is. Why, why it, do you have, for me, part of the cover of Pet Sounds. For me, anytime you flash a bit of Pet Sounds, that gives me warm fuzzies. Uh, but it gives. I'm uh, let's dance, let's dance, yeah, let's I mean, dance for that dance. cover. But for the original British cover, that's a low? Uh, ooh, it might be a low. The original no. British cover. It's still let's dance. It's still let's dance. It's just the all, all they did was I'll, recycle. I'll, it from I'll, the back say, I'll, I'll give it a let's dance. I'll give the original British a let's yeah. dance, and I'll also give that weird German one a, a let's dance with all the animals on. I like that because it kind of also looks like the yellow submarine artwork. A little Where bit. are you guys finding this? I don't see this. Right, your music. Right, your music. Yeah. Oh, right. uh, and if there's a if there's something below "Never Let Me Down," that's where that American one is. The yeah, the newspaper one. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I have a picture of Stonehenge. No, it's terrible. <laughs> Stonehenge. Yeah, it's where the Stonehenge. Yeah, it's where the Banshees live, and they do live well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a All lot right. bigger than I was expecting it to be. That was a bad. All right, well, hey, let's take a break. We're going to come back and talk about (laughs) the A-side of the Beach Boys live in London. talking beach boys live in london and you know here we are we had we'd finished the studio album 2020 which we speculated was maybe their 20th release for capital but i think maybe this is technically their last right release for capital is that right yes because i don't think 2020 was released on capital so so this one's this one is 
uh, you know, perhaps their last, they're throwing something together. Um, I know their last single for Capital um, came from this, wasn't even on the album, but... T- 2020, oh, wait, actually, 2020, my was, bad. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I forgot, my bad. I forgot uh, I'm, Sunflowers. I'm literally first. looking at the cover down here because I left it down here for a week. I mean... Uh, Sorry, but this my is bad. Capital right My bad. But this is a concert. Okay. This is, mm, I know. This is a concert in, uh, in London. It was recorded in... 1968, the end of 68, came out uh, internationally in 69 because... No, it came out 70. Er, 70 mm-hmm. uh, in London. Uh, they were actually like still pretty big in London, right? Oh, yeah. At this time in the States... Their, their reception, I was really surprised yeah, at how loud... Like, yeah, they got a, everybody they loved introduced. them. They were well, it, it felt like hype beach, peak beach boys. Pet, Pet Sounds was big in London. Or in London. You, you kept saying London. Pet Sounds was big in the UK. Um, I don't know how big the, the post-Pet Sounds trilogy... Or sorry, post-Smile trilogy would have been there. But Pet Sounds was a legitimate, you know, celebrated record in England. And um, I want to say they kept getting like... If not number ones, some of those singles would hit pretty high up there. Yeah, they got good press there. Um, you know, they were consistently rated well on like the what was their uh, I don't know the 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 nat- they would do national rankings of pop acts, and they were consistently you know battling out with the Beatles near the top, unless uh, of uh, those rankings, and unless uh, the entire crowd is just Paul McCartney being really really excited. <laughs> then yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But like they, they didn't. This album didn't even really come out in the U.S. until a bit later. So much so that they had to like package it as Beach Boys in 1969. Mm-hmm. And well, no, it came out in 1970 as Live in London. They just reissued in 1976, which is when as Beach Boys and, yeah. and kind of so, got. So here's the thing, people. Glenn just discovered the issues tab on Rate Your Music, and now he's. Con- <laughs> He's getting utterly <laughs> confused by it, and he's trying to act like he knows this stuff. Back off! But he's just clueless over no. there. No, so like my 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 point being is, is that your point there are there is Jesus. a bit of a nostalgia uh, feel to this live recording because it didn't really get big until '76. In the U.S., maybe I don't know that it even got big then. But, well, uh, I feel nostalgic for it because I was there. Mm. I was there when Mike Love made those comments. Mm. I was there. I don't know that it was a big, um, you know, record ever in its original um, showing or, or in its reissue in the United States. It's not a particularly common one that I find just like going through, you know, Beach Boys bins at, at record shops. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a live album. It's and a, for it, me, live albums are always kind of like, ho-hum, unless they're extraordinary. Mm-hmm. There's a few examples of, you know, just great, great live albums and some artists whose best work is is live mm-hmm. albums. But uh, I don't think any of us are expecting that from the Beach Boys, especially given the fact that their previous live record, which we talked about uh, several episodes back, uh, the Beach Boys concert, that sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. We were not fans of that one at all. Uh, I mean, just a bunch of novelty songs and, and, and yeah, um, and just bad, bad recordings. Yeah, too, bad recordings like, and and like augmented with studio mm-hmm. overdubs and it just just not good. Not yeah. good. Recordings much better on this one. Uh, um, I, 
I and I think I actually enjoy the musicality of it. Yeah. The um the addition we've alluded to this brass section. Mm-hmm. I think right off the top we get the first uh first track is Darlin. Yeah. And it I the brass is awesome. I maybe Are we jumping in already? Yeah, this is track oh, one. We're okay. looking at the A side. Sick. I mean I think track one, Darlin, is this live version might even it's a banger. Be better than the the studio version. It it caught me off guard. I was just like the way it comes in is so energetic, and it has this like forward momentum the entire time. It, it's insane. Like it's infectious. I the song is so good. Yep. And I agree. This might be as good, if not better, than the studio version. There's, um, there's a heft to it, and those horns really yes. just jump on the live version. Dennis's the drums, drums are, are solid, so just pounding. It's, it, it's so a good, good. It's a good tempo. It's it's faster than the uh, than the studio. And version that's a that's a Carl vocal, right? Yep. Yeah, it's a his great vocal. Is great. His live concert is good opener. Great, great, great concert opener. Yeah. yeah. It's just like realizing how good of a singer good Carl was. Yeah. Like they're they're like shot out of a cannon right off the bat. It's, it's, it's good. Great. Re- really, really good, which immediately establishes this as like, okay, I might have just uh, underestimated the Beach Boys of the Live Act based on that disastrous 1964 album. Because, mm-hmm. like, this is this is good. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking dig this. Yeah. The momentum doesn't entirely continue, though. Well, I mean, wouldn't well, it be nice? Like, if- I, I, I think the recording is nice. I hate the talking... And then the name of the song is, and then jumping into it, I, yeah, I'm is, not a fan of that. That's a little cheesy. It's more than a little cheesy. And and honestly, what's missing here? This, you miss Brian yeah. On, yeah. on all of these Pet Sounds uh, songs. I mean, it is a Pet Sounds song, so we got "Wouldn't Be Nice," but it is strangely fast. It it's is really fast. It's, it's only a minute and forty five seconds. It feels too like rocker poppy. Mm-hmm. That um. I, I wrote on my notes. I write nice try though. I, I it, it's a so. valiant try. It's a valiant <laughs> try. I just think it would have served. Wouldn't it be nice? Isn't the song for? I I don't even know. Sleep Drawn B probably would be the one of that album that would be good. And it, it's jumping ahead a little bit. It's it's fine on this, but like yeah, wouldn't it be nice? Kind of like doesn't kill the momentum, but it just they're playing it too fast. So you know. So okay. So now to to be fair though. They are in a live setting, so mm-hmm. maybe they're feeding off the energy. I know, you know, we've we've all played music live. You tend to sometimes get adrenaline pumping when you're on stage in front of people. You end up, you know, playing things maybe a little little too fast. And, um, you know, speaking of audience participation, I think that's a big part of what the Beach Boys are. There's this connection between the music and like the live audience. I think that's important. You know, we talk about the the whole bigger story about the beach boys and part of the cultural phenomenon is is there is this sense of like audience participating mm-hmm. you know like there's so many bootlegs available even with the you know the smile session slowly released you know you get all kinds of fans like adding their own take and you know that's a big part of the fandom is like you know there's all these alternate fan versions and you know we've even talked about putting our own kind of playlist together well i've made my own version my own fan alternate version of live in london um i that was one of the things i did this last week and i've rearranged it so that every time mike speaks 
I replace it with that screaming goat. <laughs> uh, it significantly improves the recording. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's good. So whenever, so like you expect the, the name of the song is, it's just Screaming Goat and then the song plays. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's a I, great uh, uh, alternate version. I, I kind of like this version of Wouldn't It Be Nice only because uh, the outro where the horns come in, um, that's pretty cool. I mean, it, it brings it more to this level of, you know, again, more of a kind of a rock song. It works fine. It's an um, interesting take. And and I don't want to necessarily like, I don't know, do we have much to comment on on a whole lot of specific songs here? Yeah, oh, I, I do. Right. I mean, well, Sloop John B is great. Yeah, um, uh, well, I mean, I it's say too fast. Somebody, it's, it's too fast. I it's think Mike rushed. messes up a lyric no, in there. A bonus, well, bonus this track, I did not have to put any Screaming Goats on it. There's no awkward Mike banter um, on, on this track. Um, most every other song requires some sort of editing to get rid of Mike. He does some stupid intro, some, you know, cracks some awkward joke. Uh, um, most of these, like you can just trim. Why, how did this not get mastered differently? How did they not in the editing mastering of this, just like trim those God awful intros. Oh, oh and I, I, I think they trim something later on. Like, I think he legitimately said something like, did Mike Love say the N-word? <laughs> no. Um, Jesus. No, uh, there's like a... I don't know when it is. Because he song says it he... in his autobiography. We've already established what, yeah. what, uh What song is he talking about? The the cushions on the chairs? Yeah, or there's some parts in here where he's Oh, I, I know what it is. I guess we'll, 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 get, we'll get there. I don't so, want to jump so too ahead, but Sloop there's John definitely B, some... I love that it's a... I, I love that it's a... Uh, Pet Sound song, but it just, it's too fast. It doesn't quite work here. Yeah. And so maybe there is something uh, to be said for the the uh, Mike Love recognizing that there's, um, you know, it's tough to do these songs. California Girls. Do they cut that, like, the, the intro they is short. splice yeah. that intro? I, I don't know that they splice it, but I think it it's really that that intro is so harmonically complex that... They play like the first part and then they play the, they don't do like the uh, like modulation chord shift or whatever it is. It was probably really hard to it, do. Yeah. Maybe it was like, oh, well, Brian didn't tell us how to, what the, what the chords <laughs> were the, here or whatever. Right. So, they, so they do like it. kind of a fake of the intro and then they and just then jump just right into the song yeah, and it's all yeah. a minute and 48 seconds. And it's fine. But still, it's, it's great. Fine. If you just like uh, stick to the music, it's great. I don't like that they change it to, I wish all like you could be California girls. I don't know if you guys mm, noticed that. Yeah. Um, Instead of, you know, I wish they all could be California, they go, I wish you could, or I wish, yeah, you all could be. Way to to make those English birds feel, you know, (laughs) less valued. It's creepy. Yeah, and they're trying trying to, like, play to the audience, but it's just, it comes off. It comes off as really good. Here's the note I have for Do It Again, track five here. Do we have to? Um, My note is, uh, shut up, Mike. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I like the brass here. It feels like they're additional voices, like you know when they they have the harmonies again. Mm-hmm. I like the song. Do it again yeah. if we can erase the the context and yeah. if I can get rid of Mike blathering as a on, person, just in general. Yeah. Just, just uh, and, and I don't have to be distracted <laughs> by that, and I can just focus on the music. The brass does this great like interchange. There's points where you're like, are those voices? Is that brass? Is it both? It is. It's peppy too. Yeah, it's great. I just thought of a question about do it again. Would you like do it again more 
if Surf's Up was the last Beach Boys album. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Sorry. Right. I know so that's off topic, but six, just curious. Like Track six, Wake the World. I, I like this version of Wake the World. I like it. I like it, but there's someone mm-hmm. comfortable screaming the entire time. That, yeah, but I I don't know what that is. Yeah, no, I, I I like it. I mean, I think this is really kind of an underrated song. Period. For mm-hmm. that. Yeah, and uh, this one adds like another extra take of the chorus. I want to say to it as well too, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. But yeah, I like it. I, I like that they're acknowledging a friend song. Like, yes. hey, you know, here's this album that debuted at one twenty seven or whatever, and. But we're gonna play something from it anyway. And again, I like great. I like that this is am, it's an, an ambitious song to attempt to do live, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. This is our song from our album. The, this is Friends. this is in record business talk. Oh my god, side. I hate that! So flip condescending. Flip side. What, what we call this is the what flip side. God. I, I seriously, I've been messing around with Adobe Audition. <laughs> you know, like the little paint tool. You can like spectral analysis. Yeah. You can like spectral paint out. I think I could get rid of Mike's uh, I'm, voice and keep the. I, I'm a little. I might have to. Get I'm not remembering things well. right, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm just really distraught and worried about Tim. We <laughs> we did already do a version of uh, an episode of Heroes and Villains, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I just. Once again, it's, I, oh, I feel like maybe we need to do a second one just because Mike loves it. It's so bad. <sighs> yeah. So the so, last track so. on the first side, Aren't You Glad? Opens with the, the infamous pin cushion, Comfortable. Again. Comfortable. Shut up, Mike. Comfortable. Uh, I can't yeah. even do it. Uh, again, more great brass. I like. Yeah. I dig it. I it's love good. the recording. If I could just start like Carl 14 seconds it. in and just get rid of that stupid opening stuff and closing stuff. Then I don't have to feel so cringy and embarrassed. Gross for listening and to gross, yeah. and I can just like enjoy the music. Um, aren't you glad that we now have technology that can cut out Mike's voice? And aren't you glad that, unless anyone has anything else to say, had the break? <laughs> uh, I am. I'm not glad that the players were uncredited. I want to yeah, know. Yeah, I'm these, not glad about this. Brass is like. I want to know. Are they the sessioners? Did they like just jump in? Did somebody? Hand them charts. Did some Brian write charts? Random from the crowd. Right. Like, hey, can someone play <laughs> Anybody trumpet play on trumpet? this? Here are some parts Brian wrote up Boy. for. Yeah. I don't know. Are they British? Are they American? Yeah. Are they? Uh, we need to. We do need to take a break, though. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's some. There's some stuff on side two. Let's yeah. talk about side two when we come back. Doing my job for me, Glenn. Well, uh, you know. <laughs> We are now talking about side B of Beach Boys live in London uh, and opening with a horrible rendition of a bad song. <laughs> it still sucks. Bluebirds are over the mountain. I hate it. The guitar that I hated on the studio version is still here and it's even worse. On it's this awful. Yeah. Uh, I don't have anything that else to say about just that. Terrible. Um, like, I, I it don't sucks. mind. They, if they wanted like to they airlifted that tone from the 80s with some sort of crap solid state amp and a if they wanted, Ibanez guitar or something. Uh, if they if they wanted an owl song, just do a, 
uh, just to help me around them. Yeah, I, I felt like... Uh, but he wasn't singing that sexy enough. <laughs> oh, God. I, I would rather... I, I can never listen would, to Help Me Rhonda again. I would I would rather listen to this album with the Mike Love stuff replaced with uh, Murray Wilson in that track <laughs> than the original version of this album with the Mike Love shit. You don't like my Screaming Goat edit? Well, I, I like that too, okay. but I just think with the Murray Wilson, it'd Sing be a little it funnier. <laughs> Sing it sexier. <laughs> it'd be, be less great. creepy. Uh, so I, I don't mind Bluebirds Over the Mountains, the studio version. It stinks. It's, but this is, uh, this is even worse. This is bad. It's just, it feels rushed. It, it just doesn't gel. It's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not there. Although, it's a bad song say, from a cursed album. This is where Daryl yeah. Dragon shows up. He's in London. Um, yeah, the captain is dragon. here. Breathing fire. Uh, breathing the fire captain. comes in strong. The captain. Um, uh, here's my note. Do you think I the wrote. captain knows the maestro? <laughs> the, the Did n- the maestro tell you to put the bomb on? <laughs> the, the note I wrote on this is, uh, Cayate la boca, Miguel. Uh, which translates to shut up, Mike, because uh, right. he, he tries to speak in Spanish. For oh, some I forgot oh, about that. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Track. He uh, could have at least said sus noches. Right. Uh, All so right. Uh, moving, moving on. Uh, their hearts are full of spring. This is where he makes this stupid, Sucks. stupid joke about them doing it nude, which is just creepy. It ruins it. It's like a bunch of 13-year-old girls there. Oh, sorry. I lost my head. And I lost my still head. Oh, yeah, and he keeps and saying I lost my head, too. Like. And shut up, Mike. And shut still, up. And still patronizing, like we don't know what acapella means. Yeah. Like you just uh, want to grab him by the neck and shake him, and uh, uh, yeah. for whatever reason, when he would say that, I pictured, uh, you know, in Karma Police, when he says, "For a minute there, I lost myself." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I just picture Mike Love singing, "For a minute there, I lost my head." It kind of the, like ruined Karma Police for a little bit. For this me. is this is also where my editing is tricky because at the end. You've got Carl like genuinely saying thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but then there's overlapping Mike like saying thank you, thank you. Like his thank yous are just like grading and just like Carl yes, I'm so awesome. Like, He's all genuine. So like that's that's where it gets tricky. I'm trying to figure Carl out. Carl feels edit all out shy yeah. and it's like, yeah. It's I sad. just want to hang out with him, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Good vibrations. Um it would be good if it weren't for the fucking Mike jackass jackassery when it gets down to just the organ part. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> oh, um, that's right. In the middle. He's like, oh, hey, oh, different tempo here for those of you peasants who don't know or understand. <laughs> Maybe I should define tempo for a tempo you. Shift. Wait, wait, uh-huh. is, does Tim have notes for all of these? Ooh, there's an organ here. That kind of sounds Tim like a funeral. Ripped. Huh? Dearly beloved. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah oh. no, I hate that oh. so much. That genuinely pissed me off. Um, and his whole like, oh, you guys will know this one. It was number one over here. I think I think he hates that song. Like, no, he just, I think he's proud of it. He he, thinks he, he loves wrote any it. song that made him a lot of money. He thinks he wrote it, and he's like showing off. He's like brushing dust off his shoulder. Like, yeah, hey, look at me, I'm hot shit. Like, this is uh, ugh, he's so what obnoxious. Nothing. He's a hot um, car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. No, it's it. King shit other than that, um, again, which it's is really why great. I need to the, get my edit going to remove Mike because this would be a great version, a live version which that, of Good Vibrations. Like, I really like the. Uh, I've always liked this part in the studio version, and this person or this part, the um, I don't know where, but she sends me there. Like that whole mm-hmm. part's amazing. 
Um, I was surprised at how actually like good the harmonies hold up for a lot of these songs. Um, it's an ambitious song to like take on live, and they do well with it. It's just you got this I, jackass. It, who also, I don't remember. I don't remember hearing the theremin at all. Oh, it's in there. It's oh, it is. There, yeah. Okay. And the other thing is the part that Mike ruins. It feels like he's apologizing for it. Yeah. It's like he's like, oh, this is where it gets weird. You Sorry, you guys might anymore. not get this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. And yuck it's it like up. the most important, like one of the yeah. reasons that song is so impactful is it's you have to have seriously. it cut out like that. You have to and have it build up. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my Frustrating. god. I just, I just imagine like Brian hearing this because he probably had to like approve this or something to be released. And just being so fucking pissed off and just being like, why are you talking over my song like this? Yeah, like, right. I, I, I don't know if Brian really ever saw it as like my song or like his song, it, but like hundred percent is my, I mean, yeah, my it, is. it is absolutely it is, his song is ruining of it yeah. is adding a, a word that does not even is not even an English word. Like the excitations is his add to it. And it's like, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like that word. Uh-huh. I moving on. I kind of like. That. I, I mean, God only knows is the next track, which is another great musically. If we can get freaking Mike to shut up, does he he's say like, anything in this one? Yeah, he's like, oh, the weather's great. Yuck, yuck, yuck! I gotta oh, bring it yeah, out that. of my socks. Yeah, and that he and he like. But totally, the song itself. But the song he totally itself insults them, and then he's like, let me play this song. And uh, yeah, once this, Mike shuts up, it's this it's song is amazing. This recording is yeah. so good. It, it is a really good one. Carl sounds great. They do the. Uh, there's another musical thing that they change up a little bit. Uh, it's the the, um, the bridge. The dun 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 yeah. dun 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 dun. They change mm-hmm. that a little bit because yeah, again, I don't think they. I don't think they could have done that live. Um, still, it's still great because the, the song is still there. It's still, yeah, yeah it's I mean, still fucking God only knows. So, yeah, yeah. D- Dennis isn't Hal Blaine, so it doesn't have quite that same kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't have the kind of to it. It's a little, a little more heavy handed, but it's it's still just such a great song that it, it it's great. It's, it's it's a really really good version of it. It's the one where it's like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be mad if I heard it like. It's about as good as it could have been live, I think, probably without, yeah, no, flying Hal Blaine out there and doing the drums for it and stuff. Like, um, I would have liked hearing some of the actual Brian high harmonies in that because they really make that harmony stuff at the end of it, especially. But, eh. That's and that's the yeah. thing I think is missing really is yeah when but people try to do many, well when people try to do the harmony the high harmonies it's just like it's good and I don't know was it Bruce who's doing those high harmonies then or mm-hmm. like he does a fine job I guess right. it's just like I don't know it's not it's not Brian it's not Brian but it's still a really really good version yeah, yeah it's really good all right and then closing with track Barbara Ann. I think this actually is a great closer. It, it yeah, is. It, it's closer. a little bit weird coming right after God Only Knows and Vibrations because you have like their well, their, it's a, you it's know, a, it's back-to-back an masterpieces, and now here's this sort of goofy song. But it, it works well as an on, as an encore. Yeah. But that's my that's my point. It's a, it's an encore. It's fine. It gets everybody up. They're clapping. But Granted, it's the audience perspiration. perspiration so. Oh, participation. Oh, shut an up, idiot. Just I, play the song. I kind of wish that they had ended with like Wild Honey or something. Like Wild no, Honey would have been Barbara a really Ann interesting. Barbara perfect. It's great. Everybody's up. They're clapping. Know. It's, I th- I it's just, great. Like, I think Wild Honey would have been such an interesting song to end on. And you can still, if Mike Love wanted to be creepy, you still get the creep on for that one. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I love it. I, I think it's a great song selection. 
all this album needs is um, my little editing tool, uh, <laughs> Screaming Goat, remove Mike, and this would be a perfect live album. Uh, I still think it's, it's far from perfect. Yeah, I mean, it, it's good, but it's it's not an all-timer, but it's, it's good. 60s live albums are hard, but even in that, this isn't the best one, so... No, I mean... Uh, I'm not gonna. It's not gonna find its way into the upper echelon of you know like before at his, Folsom Prison. It's not Folsom well, Prison sure, or the, sure. the like okay. yeah, Hendrix yeah. one, Royal Albert right. Hall, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily have it doesn't necessarily have any of that significance, cultural significance. But I, I'm I just want saying for to. the sake it's, of the songs and the sake of the uh, the yeah, we want the story to be different. We want Brian to be well, but just for the sake of the songs being produced live and the sound of them and the recording of them. I love it. I it's would just totally listen it, to this. Yeah. It's, it's it just the tragedy of a band like the Beach Boys. And it's a tragedy that they kind of share with the Beatles is like, there's not a good Beatles live album. There's never going to be a good Beatles live album. Hmm. There's not going to be like a great Beach Boys live album. I think this was very close. It, it's close. Point? It's close, but it's just like, still, there's something about some of the performances that are a little off, and like obviously you're gonna want to hear Brian there, yeah, and he's not gonna no, be there. Yeah, I like, get it. I mean, it, it's be frustrating. Nice John but B are brutal, and Blue Boards of the Ocean is yeah, yeah, or is rough. If they yeah. cut that song, right? Again, even if Brian in, wasn't there, I don't know. Put in Wild Honey. Put in. Yeah. Uh, do I something it, weird. Like I, I just wish they went weirder. Like imagine hearing like Let the Wind Blow or something <laughs> but, like but that. Go like far enough or out Little there. Bird. Like yeah, I don't know. Maybe could use a Dennis song. It, they go for far enough out there that I think this still tells the story that the Beach Boys are Brian in the studio and uh, um, his songs on the road. The yeah. beach in the studio and the boys on the road. Uh, they should have. Um, hey, I'm curious. Before his untimely death, what did what did Tim have to say about this album? How did he rate it? I'm trying to communicate with him right now via the uh, the dead to get his rating. Didn't he um, submit his rating? I Can believe. You hold on, that? hold on. I'm, I'm getting something here. Hmm. He is telling me. Oh, he, he's wrong. But the ghost of Tim is telling me that this is a Wilson Phillips. Oh, that's 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 rough. brutal. Yeah, that's brutal. He he's wrong. Um. I miss Tim. Miss, is, miss him dearly, but that is rough. If, if those are the kind of takes he would have kept bringing to the show. Well, you know what though? You know what though? In to honor Tim's memory, I mean, if for the banter alone, I I might get down there. I might I could see, see it. I I tried to rate it not based on the banter. Well, like, if you just, rate it just not based as, on the banter, I could I could give it a Carl. I, I gave it an Al. Uh, I'm. I want to give it a cold owl. How are we using As this? Is it soft owl? A hard Bruce? A flaccid hard owl? What, what is the oh. <laughs> what is the terminology we're using for this? Just, just pick one of their one of the names. I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do. Owl. I'm gonna do owl. An owl's a three point five. Yeah. A Bruce is a three. Yeah. I'll give it an owl. I'll give it an owl. If they could do kind of what they did with Beach Boys Party and they're like, hey, we're just going to present the stuff as recorded and not have this jackass mm-hmm. yammering about in between all the songs, mm-hmm. I, I could I could see maybe it going to a Carl. But mm-hmm. All right. Hey, let's take one last quick break and we will be back to wrap it up.
right, that is it for this week. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. Make sure you smash that like button, subscribe, check out all that great content on strangecurrenciesmusic.com. Tim and Tim's Tim's family in lieu of flowers would like you to click on uh, Instagram, go to Talking Talking Beach Boys Boys on Instagram. No no flowers. No flowers. Tim, we miss you. Yeah. Come back, Tim. Thanks for uh, for joining us this time. We'll catch you next time. Later. Later. Thank you.